This is how we're really starting. Awesome. <laughs> or is this the warm up? <laughs> this, is, this is the warm up. It can be whatever you want it to be. Hi. This and is welcome. the nonsense before the intro plays. And oh. then the intro plays right now. Bam. I'm leaving that. <laughs> <laughs> That How are neither you? of those were the <laughs> music. We were just playing something. I'm taking off my shoes. I hit the table. I already Woo-hoo. took my shoes off, man. We got in here. First thing I did <laughs> was take my shoes off. How are you? Good. This is episode eight. I'm going to say that now. Oh, yes. Because we, we always forget. This is the Morbid and Mundane Podcast, episode eight. Episode eight. You probably know that because you clicked it. But if you don't, there you go. You need to know where you are. You are listening to the Morbid and the Mundane not another podcast named Morbid wow. or Mundane. There's one called Mundane? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I know there is one called Morbid, and I feel like we, we would be good friends. I feel like we're cousins. Yeah. With the same, like, we just say our family name first. Morbid Mundane is mm-hmm. our, but it's actually Mundane Morbid. But we just say our family name first, and we, they're Morbid regular. We need to do a crossover episode that's just Morbid and Morbid. Morbid and Morbid. <laughs> Call him right now. <laughs> Get him on the phone. I have a business opportunity. <laughs> All right. Listen up. <laughs> I feel like they'd be down. Let's just send them this clip. Oh, 100%. No context. I'm going to add them on Instagram. And then just this clip gets sent. Imagine they just they open up their Instagram DMs and it's just a clip from two random strangers. I feel like that'd be kind of fun. I feel like they'd go for it. They seem like fun, funky people. I am one of those people who DMs celebrities. Just, yeah, hoping. Yeah. I will just DM random fucking people. He, uh, Adam in there, he DM JJ, who plays trumpet with AJR, oh. and got a response. <gasps> what did he say? I don't remember. Adam will have to tell you later. That's so cool. I love AJR. They're, it's so awesome. I want to go to their, their upcoming tour so mm-hmm. bad. Next summer, we have time. I want to do a road trip. Ooh, that would be so a, fun. I want to pick, like, their San Francisco show or something, like, really far away. He's going to be in trip. Texas by the time it happens, so. We can scoop him along the way. Yeah, or go in Texas. Just a far one in Texas. True. If we if we can't get the long one to work. But we should be able to if I it's just summer. Go. Like, I want to, I just want to take a road trip. I love road trips. We were talking about that today at brunch. We did we had a brunch. We went to brunch with, get this, Aaron. It's the third name it's drop of Aaron. Dro- we need to get her like a punch card. Yeah. It's like what three name you- drops and the fourth one is free. Oh, no. She has to pay for these? <laughs> it's like an ad. It's a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like three, three and... You get to be on the podcast. Who do we say should sponsor us early? Oh, Monster. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> it's spooky. Monster and Monster energy. is spooky. We went out and took ghost pictures today and got Monster Energy drinks along the way. Oh, because those go on the Instagram reminded me. Right now, my pictures for the episodes aren't on the Discord because my laptop broke. <laughs> Rest gonna, in peace, the laptop. I can do them while we're here, but I, uh, if you're wondering why they're missing, that's why. So they will be up there soon. I just had to find a way. Our poor, poor fans. 
they didn't get all their pictures for like two episodes now it's so sad i i wasn't thinking about that because i was worried about like other stuff i couldn't do with the laptop not you working know. oh yeah editing I was worried because I couldn't edit. Oh, and you also couldn't take your exams. Yeah, I had to, I had to find new ways to take my finals. Most, like, Adam's laptop in the library were my go-to methods. But, yeah, so pictures are missing. I do know. I will fix it soon. I wanted was, to say that. What was the, the last episode that had pictures? Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. There's too many. Wow. We're going so fast. We're on this is episode eight. We have said that. I totally forgot. I like that it's an even number. Eight is mm-hmm. a lucky number. It's also divisible by two and four, which and four is also divisible by two. <laughs> it's two cubed. Wow. Two to the third power. It's insane. That's crazy that numbers just do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's also Death the Kid's lucky number from Soul Eater. Yes. Because it's symmetrical too. In many ways. ways. Ooh. Which is bogus. It should have been zero. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole circle. Or like a long circle. Oval. Ellipse. I think I just heard a rat. A rat? <laughs> I heard something. Oh, in the ceiling? Yeah. He's just listening to the podcast. It's all right. <laughs> For a while, this building was infested with like with rodents. Do you remember when the junior high had bats? Fruit bats! Yeah. Yes. That was fun. You remember my house? Wait, had bats? No. That's probably more relevant. I don't remember oh. your house. <laughs> when did your house have bats? <laughs> Melody didn't tell you there was like 400 bats living in the attic of my house. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Oh, I think what? it was the, the year, the first year we were, you were gone for college. And we just, there were bats. Bats. That's why, that's why Freaking there's. Freaking bats. I love <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> wait, wait. How did you find out about the bats? When well, they stink. They poop in the walls. Oh. So, or maybe not the the guano, but them them they stink. Something was bad, and we were like, "Huh, wonder what that is." And we walked outside at night and watched all the bats fly out. So we got it fixed. We put nets out, uh, so they would be able to fly out, but mm-hmm. not fly back in. Oh. So they just relocated into. They're still around. Like you can see them at night. So they live in the woods somewhere by our house. Um, so we didn't have to call anyone to, like, come and remove pests because we didn't want them to get hurt. Right. So we got them out with the, the net method. And they now just hang out around our house. But they were living in the house for a little while. How were they getting in and out of your attic? There was, like, a, a small hole in the siding. And oh, okay. bats are pretty, like, you went, they're small. And they're like cats. They can just squeeze in little openings. So we just Weird. fixed the siding and had the nets up until they were all gone i love bats i they're so cute are so cute we took some pictures of them while they were there it was fun imagine well i say imagine but like opening up a door and it's just a room full of bats like batman no (laughs) no batman's there no he did it but no i do remember when the junior high was infested with bats because we had to, we had to, we had classes in the library for like a month. For the bats. Yeah, because there was, it was one building. Yeah. That was just completely infested with bats. That was fun. Bats, freaking bats! I love. <laughs> you already mean. said that. <laughs> I can't help it. That girl, that video, it, it was what I needed. It helps, just in general. It just adds to the quality of life. 
bats freaking bats <laughs> oh, i love no. halloween How? i'm gonna i it's like a broken record i can't it's just stuck now that's the whole episode bats freaking bats <laughs> that's the title of this we're gonna get copyrighted <laughs> bite from a vine yeah <laughs> last episode we were literally singing what did we sing oh gosh billy eilish oh yeah belladonna i just kind of mumbled it because i didn't want like billy eilish belladonna. to call me and be like hey you can't do that she's so pretty she is have you seen you've seen the vogue yes she looks so good i shared them on my instagram stories because i, was I with it. the the new kind of like look she's going for i enjoy it just as much as i enjoy the old look yeah. like i i think they're both just godlike I whatever just like she does is just good that i just like i like i might be reading too much into it but like going from someone who just wore like baggy clothes and all that stuff all the time to something like the vogue cover which was like skin tight clothes but like very elevated and like the pointed shoes and all this stuff it just felt like a like a commentary on gender which i really enjoyed yeah she she doesn't have to stick to one style i think she said a lot of that is like just because that has been my style for so long doesn't doesn't mean I'm a bad person for suddenly changing mm-hmm. it to something else I'm interested in. And I think that's just – she always has, like, words, that kind of stuff really well, especially about, like, style. Yeah. Because she had such a unique style in the beginning and has switched so, like, quickly. Yeah. That doesn't – that's not bad. It's her just Calvin cool. Her Calvin Klein ad was my favorite, though. Did you see her Calvin Klein ad? I don't think I've seen it. It's – because, you know, most Cal- – Calvin Klein is underwear. Yeah. So most celebrities do, like, photo shoots in their underwear, and I speak my truth in my Calvins is the thing. Billy's video was her in, like, a, a seafoam green bathtub wearing, com- like, all of her clothes. Like, she wasn't exposed at all. You couldn't even see the underwear. But she said the I speak my truth in my Calvins. And, like, that was it. It was really good That's for no cool. reason. That's like, interesting. I didn't even see the product, but I knew it was being advertised, and I loved it. She just, she like, the way she carries herself and words herself about those kinds of things is just really admirable. I enjoy her. A- a- whatever the word is. Admirable. There we go. You were close. I, like, you knew what I meant, so. <laughs> <laughs> we went to brunch, and I got day drunk. <laughs> but I'm of age. <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. I am. 21. I had water. Emily is not of age. Water. 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 Emily was. Emily drove us home, which was very kind. I was designated driver. Yeah. And water drinker. Drove my car, which is the Kia a shoebox. <laughs> shoe it was box. my first time driving the Kia. It was very fun. I got an espresso martini. And let me tell you, it was rubbing alcohol. Like, that was straight rubbing alcohol. There was not an ounce of anything other than it alcohol. It looked like chocolate thing. milk, though. It looked really good. <laughs> and then but. I took a sip of it and was like, ooh, boozy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. We had a good time. Yeah, brunch was awesome. Yeah. They were playing some bangers in that. Uh, yeah, no, every song dude. was a hit. We got to sit outside. The place was so fancy. So pretty, too. So pretty. The overhang with all the plants on it. And then they were playing Sean Kingston. (laughs) (laughs) What else was on? What else was on? Oh, there were some great songs. Ted, 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 Excuse me? Was that Morse code? (laughs) (laughs) Decode it. Blink twice if you need help. This is a podcast. (laughs) They cannot see us blink. But 
Aaron went to brunch with us, and we got to talk about the podcast a little bit. That's which was two fun. name drops I in know. one. We finally gave her her sticker. Drink every time we name drop Aaron. Oh, that. <laughs> we gave uh, the other Emily a sticker as well, so because they're they're like some of our first. Oh listeners. yeah, we did. I think we said it. We did a test run of stickers, mm-hmm. so maybe we gave it to like most of the people who have been listening to us since the since episode one have gotten one i still have to give it to my people yeah so if you normally listen and haven't got a sticker and feel offended you might have a sticker on the way i just totally forgot i had the stickers <laughs> to give out so I sorry about that. most of mine so but yeah we have stickers which is good oh aaron also asked us a question which i'm going to use as the segue into my story Ooh. um she asked us what a scary noodle was oh no do you have a scary noodle for me i do have a creepy pasta is it creepy pasta i know maybe okay maybe um i decided to do the back rooms (gasps) i might have read this one like forever ago though i doubt it but i'll tell you why so first of all let me so what the back rooms are um a lot of people claim to see them in their dreams or um, it, some people claim to have, like, died for a few minutes and then this is what they saw after death kind of shebang. Spooky. But most of the time, people who see pictures of them recognize the rooms. So the concept, um, it borrows from the Matrix theory, which is the one that we all live in a simulation. Fun. Um, originally, I was actually going to do glitches in the Matrix for this episode. But That's a cool topic. I thought so, too. I just couldn't It's, like, find... hard to encompass it into a... And it was hard to find things that, like, I could sit down and tell you about. It was most of... the Most of them were stories, or you know? Or pictures. A lot of it has a... Right. Pic- it's hard to, to portray that through a... Right. I still want to try and do it one day. Just... I feel like it would need We a totally could episode. do it on YouTube because you could show pictures... True. ...with it. True. That could be some some youtube content coming your way it was fun um a lot of them are also really creepy my favorite one i was listening to was um this girl grew up at her grandparents house and or would would go over to her grandparents house and as when she was a kid she remembered bringing like scraps of meat to the dog out back like the dog was um chained to a shed at night and she would bring the dog meat scraps and as she was an adult talking to her family about it, that dog had died 30 years before she was born. What? But she could describe it to the T. That's insane. Yeah, and they and she was like, no, 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 he was always chained to the shed. And he was like, yeah, he was chained to the shed, but you never met that dog. She was like, no, 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 I did. That's crazy. And then they proved that he was dead. Her, her and her sister both remember the dog. But it was proven that it had died way before that they they came to be part of the family. And there was no pictures of it. That's so weird. Yeah. What is that tapping? The rat. Do you hear him? I'm kind of scared. That was really rhythmic. Those, that was a beat. This rat either has, like, the best rhythm of a rat ever and we need to hire him. Or there's someone in the walls. Like, <gasps> have you seen that movie, The Boy, Brom? Mm-mm. It was pretty cool. It, it like was a haunted doll kind of movie, but it turns out it wasn't a haunted doll. There was a guy living in the walls, like moving the doll. <gasps> no, <gasps> no, <laughs> dude, it's a good movie. No, I hate that. I hate that so much. No, it was cool. No. What? <laughs> oh, spoiler, spoiler alert! 
<laughs> um, oh, sorry. I got so I was in the trailer. Oh, sorry. Don't watch it now, or watch it in a <laughs> couple years it. when you forget that m- major thing I shared about the plot. Um, but it's a mouse. The concept of the back rooms borrows from the concept that we all live in a simulation. Um, so with the idea that we all live in a simulation and that the simulation will glitch occasionally, um, it's from there taking that you can compare our world to like video games, right? Mm-hmm. Is the loose concept. So in video games, just using that as our our vessel to tell this story in video games there's a select path that you're intended to go on even if it's an open world game there's only certain things that you're allowed to see certain characters you're allowed to see certain objects yada 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 um, things like buildings and these things are considered clipped to the reality so they're connected for example um, if you bump into a wall you bounce off of it like there's a collision or you pick up a cup and you can wrap your hands around it and pick it up and whatever so, there are items, though, that can also be no-clipped. So, yes. it's like, it happens when part of the map disconnects somehow. There's a connection error. So, when you bump into it, you'll fall through it. Yeah. Or when you interact with an item that is no-clipped, you will usually fall off the world. But you're still in the game. You're just under it. Or kind of, yeah. in, like, a void. Outside of it somehow. Yeah. So I know that was a lot of video game references. So for my non-gamers, it's more like think of it's like the illusion of an item, like a, a ghost n- item. Yes, you can you can move through it. You can still see it, but interacting with you, it's like with the game. The game's instinct is to try and get rid of it, and because you interacted with it, it's trying to get rid of you too, almost. Like going through a wall. Yes. So this concept is what creates the back rooms. The concept says that it's like the sister of glitching the simulation right so it says that in our world there are also items that can become no clipped and interacting with that can throw you off of the map the drum rat he's no clipped i'm i'm telling you oh my fucking god (laughs) he stopped to listen he really did he's like wait this is kind of (laughs) good well this podcast it kind of (laughs) slaps but um so that's that's essentially the idea is that certain items are disconnected from the reality, the code, whatever, and us interacting with them will disconnect us from the reality. It'll no clip us out. But instead of putting us under the map or in some void, it puts you into the back rooms. Okay. okay. The back rooms are fucking scary, right? So so an example of a no clipped item would be like a wall that looks too dark. Or like a, like a, a door that you know goes to nowhere. In game, like in games around like the the wall too dark when there's like messed up textures yes. on a no clipped item exactly. or the missing textures. Yes, exactly. That, that's so cool. Um, so this is what the back rooms are. So this first began to circulate in May of 2019 on the internet. So it the it showcases a yellow grungy looking empty office building and it's it's super weird like most people see it and immediately recognize it or feel some sort of kinship hold on i'm gonna pull it up if i recognize it i'm leaving no i'm telling you you will 
I it's but I've also think I've like I've looked into this a little bit a long time ago, mm-hmm. so I might recognize it just from that. And that's going to make it even worse because it's going to be like in my on the back burner of my brain. Just pretend. Okay. I've <laughs> never read it. it ever. That's a lie. That's a lie. No, I remember the name and like a general concept, but I might be confusing it with an SCP that I'll tell you about. Oh, yeah. I hate that because I do. Yeah. Just look. It, most people. Oh, the Minecraft version? That's pretty fun. <laughs> Most people describe it as a very, like, unsettling feeling of nostalgia. Yeah. So it reminds you of something from your childhood, but it's something that makes you very uncomfortable. Like a hotel. Like, mm-hmm. it's got that bad hotel lighting. Yeah. These, I know we say it every time, pictures will be in the Discord. <laughs> yes. And there's going to be a few. I'm going to label them. Um, You'll see why as I get later. But there's some differences. So... That's what the back room is. The back, back rooms are a part of the map that is not fully loaded, fully rendered, something that we're not meant to see. Unfinished. Unfinished. So the caption, when this picture was, was, was began circulating, I'm going to read you the caption. It says, if you are not careful and you no-clip out of reality in the wrong areas, you'll end up in the back rooms where it's nothing but the stink of old, moist carpet the madness of mono yellow, the endless background noise of fluorescent lights at maximum humbuzz, and approximately 600 million square miles of randomly segmented empty rooms to be trapped in. God save you if you hear something wandering around nearby, because it sure as hell has heard you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want anybody in there with me if oh. I'm stuck in the outside of reality. Just let me alone. Oh, baby. <laughs> so, um, most people who feed into this story um, claim to have been there, whatever. <coughs> Ow. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> water break, water break. Do, 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 do. Water break. <laughs> um, most people, the disagreement comes from the layout of the back rooms so some people classify them as like levels like floors um some people classify them as like different areas of the same floor do people claim to have like been here and come back okay i'm gonna come i'm gonna get to that okay Um, but and people claim that there's different okay i guess what i'm saying is the what i have curated for you today is the most organized version okay of this chaos and i'm gonna there's gonna be some disclaimers in there that some people think these two levels are actually the same one that kind of thing so the first level um first they're said to be between one and infinite floors fun and each level is different so the the first one is level zero it's the mono yellow um it's every room looks pretty much the same the only difference is like how they're laid out like where a doorway is that kind of thing um one room you might walk into might be a rectangle and the other is a square like the only there's not going to be any distinctive items or windows random rooms it's just with nothing empty rooms i hate that it's fucking maddening there was actually a game that came out pretty recently with this concept it's it's describing it it shouldn't be scary 
but it is it's unsettling you have to in the game you have to check your watch every 30 seconds to verify that time is still real oh gosh it's fucked up um the carpet is damp and squishy and it smells tee just girly things that that's just a we didn't need that and the, it's already gross the only sound you hear is that um it's i hate it it's um, that maddening buzz of fluorescent lights dude that in school like taking mm-hmm. tests that buzz would drive me crazy it, if tests were any longer than they were i think i would have just it made gone my mad. fucking teeth hurt like <gasps> i i know what you're like that ringing mm-hmm. i hated it but that's all you hear in this floor is as you're wandering around through doorway after doorway after doorway. I would very very quickly start like talking to myself mm-hmm. and then that would just progress but just trying to get the noise out would that alone mm-hmm. anywhere and you would drive me crazy. And you can't go anywhere. Like that's the other thing. What do you it's do? Like, it's a new room after a new room after a new room like no matter how deep you get you're not going anywhere baby. Um most people in this level will actually start running is the common how you kind of cope with it you start sprinting through it um but that it doesn't help yeah um no matter how fast you go you're not going to speed up the process of getting through this level and the it supposedly takes months to escape this floor specifically if you can and if you have stayed sane enough to last through it so imagine that literally months of just nothing. Of just nothing. But it can, but you're like outside of reality. So mm-hmm. do you need to eat or anything? Or are you just kind of there? So from what I understand, because there's different stories. Yeah. yeah most people, um, one of the most famous, the most famous one is like an actual narrative about how this man ended up there. Um, infographics did a it's like a seven minute video it's really interesting and I would definitely recommend it for anybody who wants to listen to it it's the first thing you pop up that pops up when you search back rooms on YouTube um, he in the narrative at least time was frozen you didn't need to eat sleep or drink okay because you're not you're not in reality anymore that's what I was saying like that makes sense to me because you're yeah. outside of it's like glitching a sim outside of the bounds like your needs freeze <laughs> side note <laughs> have you seen the the sims glitch where the, the pets start glitching and the dogs turn into like people models so they can like walk up and hug you but it's still just a dog with just like no. weirdly long limbs. dude look up pets glitches on sims later they're disgusting and haunting but they're also really funny <laughs> okay um but 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 but, but. So most people lose their minds on this level. It is possible to escape it, though. So you you can get out. So some people testify to having seen entities on this floor. So there's it's a very convenient little graphic. Um, it's on Reddit, I think, where it breaks up the floors and it categorizes them on how secure they are, how safe they are, and the entity count. So this level... Some people claim the entity count is zero, and some people say it's minimal. Okay. Um, So if there is entities on this level, they are, I hate this, humanoid, but walking on all fours. And, like, the pictures of them, it's, like, it looks like the rake, where it's just all skin. I hate the rake. The pictures of that are the worst. The rake is a no-go for me. With, like, the long fingernails and the no-face 
but um, you know that they're coming because you hear a humming noise. Not, like that the is bulbs. not the lights. But oh it, my god! It's that's the worst. Them emitting, hearing a, noise. a new buzz on top of the already atrocious buzz that or is just, you've been alone for how many months and then you turn around and something is fucking behind you uh-uh Mm-mm. <gasps> oh you know what that reminded me of because i hate when like the humanoid things start walking weird mm-hmm. this is a short like little creepypasta but Love i'll it. share it since we're doing a little creepypasta have you heard of the not a deer it's a deer, but not. But not a deer. Wait, yes, 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 yes. Where it walk, it just like walks so off. Mm-hmm. It look, it's like a sick deer almost, and it's it's like a midwestern creepy pasta. But it's it's something that you can look at and be like, that's a deer. But in your heart of hearts, you, you know, know that it's, it's not a deer, a deer. because the something is off about the way it moves, mm-hmm. and like the pictures of it where its ankles are slightly like bent a little too much the way it's standing. Yeah. Most people write it off as like a sick deer, but like anything like that, the a humanoid thing walking mm-hmm. or the rake since it's kind of humanoid um we'll have to share pictures of the rake because the it rake. will give you nightmares for the rest of your life i absolutely hate it but it's humanoid walking or moving wrong the not a deer is that same concept where it's like it's moving in a way that you know is wrong is just for some reason one of the most unsettling things to me i feel like i forgot to explain what a creepypasta was we did before, but we might want to run through it again. So a creepypasta is essentially a, any, like, horror content that originates from the internet. So it can be good, it can be bad, it can be a narrative, it can be pictures. Um, the most common example is Slenderman. So a lot of these, when we say creepypasta, we mean an internet horror story. Horror story. Some of them are no sleeps where they're presented as fact. Um, SEPs are considered creepypasta because they originally SEPs like a, um, a category of yes. them almost. So like when we, it's just any horror content that didn't come from like a book or old folklore. Or it's, a movie. It's coming from strictly the internet is its orig- origin. And usually the con- the, one of the defining characteristics of a creepypasta is that they spread like fucking wildfire. People so, love them. Uh, one like this one, one picture popped up and immediately it was on every platform. Yeah, um, it's been out for what two years and there's videos upon videos. There's games. There's pictures. There's stories. There's everything. It's a very creative group of yes. like of, I would say a fandom on the internet. Yeah, people move. the The reason creepy pastas work so well is because they move so fast and they move to a bunch of creative people. Mm-hmm. So they come to life so fast yeah. on the internet, and that's usually if you can like Google it, and there's just a billion edited pictures. Yeah, uh, or like when you Google this, you can find videos of people in them. Mm-hmm. Like people get very creative with them very fast because they're they're so they smart they start from something so little yeah so they're pulled in a thousand different directions and the best example is Slenderman because he's the one that's kind of really entered like pop culture mm-hmm. but Slenderman originated from an online photo contest and like that was the origins yeah of the it wasn't Slenderman. the game where he came from no. the games were made after an, a, a creepypasta yeah in the all of the like fan-made movies and right. stuff like that and the like, I we even did me and Ashley did a my sister, we had a, a little fan-made Slenderman video. I remember that Do you that remember video. that? It, it's just people, we were like 12. Yeah. So like it, it it reaches a lot of people and so much content just gets churned out because yeah. there's so much to work with. And it's cool as fuck. Like some of the stories are bad. 
Some are so good. I rem- I still remember some that I read when I was like 10. Some of them, that, like, right, some of them stick with you. Like, one of my favorite ones still to this day, and it's one of the most popular ones, is Ben Drowned. Ben Drowned's good. Because it, the way that that story was presented was a guy bought an old Nintendo 64 cartridge of a Zelda game from a game from a garage sale and when he put it in it was haunted and he edited his pictures and edited the code of the game to make it feel Work. really immersive and like he'd put he'd tell you these stories of crazy thing that happened to him in the game and then show you pictures of it because a kid was haunting it and it's it's super interesting um we went off on a tangent. It that started with the not a deer. The not yeah. <laughs> the not a deer is really fucked up because isn't it, it? It also has sharp teeth, doesn't it? Yeah. Some there's like just like every time we talk about a creep pasta, we're gonna say there's so many different versions yeah. because it spreads so fast, and you have like that verbal storytelling effect of where details get moved. So sometimes it it has like ankles that bend weird. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it has sharp teeth. Sometimes it like and it's not sometimes it like like actually looks diseased sometimes it looks like a fine deer that just moves wrong and it's not one deer right like it's it's a, just, it's a it's species, a species not of a deers things pretending to be deers but it's like it's that that concept and we're going to tie it back into the back rooms in a second but it's like the concept of that the rake the humanoid figures it's all playing off of that it's just a little too close to true uh, yeah it's just a little too close yeah. And that's what makes it scary. And I, I hate it. It's the a, rake specifically still scares the fuck out of me. Do yourself a favor and Google it. And never sleep nightmares. again. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back, um, back on it. Right. So you know that these humanoid creatures are coming after you when you hear a humming noise. If you come across one, the best advice to get away is to slowly back up and try to refrain looking at it. Um, So the way out of this level is there's a few different versions. Obviously, it's a creepypasta. But some people say that... Okay. Some people say that the way out to back, back to the real world is on level zero so you can either go back out or continue deeper into the back rooms at your own risk obviously but level zero um people say that if you look for a no clipped wall here and walk through it there's a 50 50 chance that you're going to be clipped back to reality and then there's a 50 50 chance you're going to be thrust deeper to a deeper level um, so people say that the way to do this is to look for a wall that's too dark, um, a doorway that, like, that's an actual door instead of, like, an archway that shouldn't be there. Like, That's the one I remember hearing is that you, you were looking for a door. Yeah. Like, and it, the concept. You would never find it most of the time, but you were looking for a door. Right. And you, if you find it by some stroke of luck and you go through it, you very me- well might be put back on back into the simulation into the real world otherwise you're going to continue in the back rooms of the code that reminds me of video games too because sometimes when you fall out the world you can get back on in Mm -hmm. some games in some games you are just done for until you just like fall even further out the world which is very video game like i enjoy exactly and sometimes so sometimes it'll take you back sometimes it'll take you deeper sometimes though it, the con the the fifty fifty is not 
back or deeper. The 50-50 is back or to the beginning of level zero. And there's a slim chance you'll be taken deeper. So those are the, the percentages there. Oh, wow. Um, I thought you were going to say you just die. Oh, no, no, no. I was about to be like, well. <laughs> Most people don't die on this level. Okay. They Other just levels, go crazy. Though. Yeah. Because it, it's it's the torture. It's the torture of the constant mono yellow wallpaper. It's, I hate it. 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 But the it's the madness of monotony. Yeah. And also humanoids sometimes, but most people don't see <laughs> If you're them. an unlucky dude, you right. get the humanoid one. <laughs> but so the, the transition from level zero to level one isn't really confirmed. Some people say that there are stairs, like you'll come across stairs or an elevator or a ladder, like another way down that will take you physically deeper. Um, some say that as you're walking, your surroundings just slowly change. Ooh. Which is why um, some people. Coraline. Right. So some people break up the levels by saying you have to physically go deeper for it to be considered a new level. Some people break this up as, no, when your surroundings change, you are considered like a, a new, new area. Okay. So I broke it up. I'm, I'm treating this, based on the infographic, as a new level. Your surroundings will slowly change around you and take you further into the back rooms. This floor is all concrete. But specifically, it's those white cinder blocks. This is the one I remember. That looks like a, like a high school locker room is what it looks like. That Those big cinder blocks that are painted white and then concrete floors. Um, so most believers of, the, of this theory say you average three to four days in this space um, in, in level zero before your surroundings will start to change or three to four days whatever before the lights start flickering and some people theorize or i say theorize some people say that the transition happens when the lights go off and come back on and you're in the concrete room instead of the office Uh, which i feel like i would just drop dead right there if the lights go start flickering go off Mm -hmm. my heart would stop Right. That one, uh, that's the one I kind of remember from when I was little getting into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, the like, the sterileness of those white cinder blocks and concrete floors. Yeah. It seems like you're in the, the like, basement of a hospital. Yeah. It seems very, like, clinical mm-hmm. when with those, like, large construction blocks. This floor and was I hated the one that. that fucked me up the most. Because for the same reason, like, yeah, the monotony of level zero is awful and then the horror of some of the later floors is awful but this just seems like the perfect balance of i really just want to run head first into a wall and hope my skull breaks open yeah this one it's like it's not fantasy enough it seems like it's enough of it's still monotonous and it's scarier with the setting is almost scarier yeah it's not monotony anymore it's just like a scary setting yeah so this one um after a few days of being because this is level one is what it's considered after level one uh, after a few days on level one your lights are going to start to flicker again first it's for a few seconds then it's for full minutes then hours and then days 
of complete darkness. But the shining star of this level, the crown jewel, if you will, are the entities. Oh, oh um, no. They are vaguely human at best. But the gag is that they only move towards you when the lights are off. Oh, like Booze and Mario. Except you're not looking at them. <laughs> I hated them. <laughs> they were so annoying. <laughs> but, like, at first they move towards you for, like, a few seconds. And then when on those times when it's full days in darkness. Yeah, they can just walk up to you. Yeah, you'll only be able to hear them. Um, and you know. You can hear them. Because the the noise that they emit like the ones on level zero if there are any on level zero was like a vague hum these it sounds like a scream but underwater like it's very distorted and it's very like i I don't know another word other than distorted like but it sounds so human oh and i hate it but it's very like muffled like it sounds like something's covering their mouths um but they can only move towards you when the lights are off and escaping this level is hard but possible it just takes a long time um so it's not impossible and these creatures aren't considered not dangerous because obviously they're dangerous but not the worst and you can hear them coming so you can get away from them um, yeah, it's dark, and it'll probably suck, and you'll probably be terrified the whole time, but the likelihood of you dying, it's not as large as it could be. Yeah, if they were silent, you're done for. Right. So, next we're going to go on to level two. <laughs> Some people lump levels two and three together um, and consider them one big level, just a disclaimer before we even get into it, but level two is categorized by machines it looks like a service tunnel okay Um, so like the pipes running along the ceiling and you can hear humming and whirring and clicking and stuff of machines but you can't see the machines themselves okay so it's still like empty besides the pipes Mm -hmm. okay it's just like different settings yeah like but it, it looks like a service tunnel that would be running under something i i don't know where do service tunnels run like under buildings under buildings and yeah shit. like a basement would be a good way to describe it the fluorescent light humming is still here um but it's covered up mostly by the machines okay and like the creaks and the the pulsating noises um it feels very industrial and it it looks like a service tunnel with lights fixed to the walls and pipes running above it can get as hot as 110 degrees oh gosh yeah um, and the monsters on this level are crazy hostile. Like, if you see it, your only option is to run. Jeez. And the, some people say, like, like I said, there's multiple version of these levels and explanations. Some people say that they can't see, they can only hear. So if you see one... You can back away real slow and try and get away from it. But if it catches wind of you, your only option is to run or die. Right. Um, The walls are also lined with doors, which is a blessing and a curse. 
So as you're walking down, if you keep walking straight down the hallways and you don't stop to open any of these doors, you will walk straight back to level zero. <gasps> yeah. Oh, wow. And that would be like my first instinct. I'm like, I'm not going in the doors. Exactly. Um, most, if not all of these doors are locked. So you have to try every one and just hope you find a door that isn't locked. Yeah. Um, so that you can continue on. That goes back to like the unfinished feeling. Mm-hmm. Every, it's locked parts because there's nothing. Yeah, it's not real. It's void. And all while avoiding these monsters that are not hunting you. They're not going to attack you on sight. But if they do, you're fucked. Um, level three is sometimes looped in with level two as if you keep walking or in going through these doorways and these tunnels, they'll get smaller and smaller and narrower and narrower and um the lights are insanely hot like right above your head and buzzing oh gosh and the hallways are really really thin um the walls and ceilings are still filled with pipes but the things that class the reason people classify this as a separate level entirely is because there are items in it um lighters hats weapons are strewn everywhere but you're never supposed to touch them because the entities in level three while not like obviously hostile are the deadliest because they set traps oh yeah which the concept of like you finally reach stuff for the first time if you're sometimes stuck in level zero for for like months you said Mm -hmm. so it's been it could be like a year since you've seen stuff a lighter yeah like a baseball bat like and to to know that you can't touch it right oh my gosh but that's the trap no i know i like, know is they know that you just are so desperate for something stuffs and the concept of an intelligent being setting traps for you no thank you like that is, i mm-mm, mm-mm, i can't i can't don't set a trap for me. I'm so fucking dumb. Next time we play Minecraft, I'm setting up a, a, a trapped chest just for you. I'm I'm dumb. Like, <laughs> you could tell. There could be a sign that says, this is trapped. And I'll be like, oh, it might not be. <laughs> <laughs> Word. No. Um, But the entities of level three will set traps. And every creature you encounter is hostile. So in level two, some of the times you could get away. Not not true here. Um, You can't just freeze and back up and hope it didn't see you these attack on site okay um you can still run though yes sprinting in this level is always recommended but the hallways are super fucking narrow so the thing that played in my head is just a mat imagine running down a very narrow hallway shoulders bumping into the walls beside you and just hearing something stomping behind you like falling on walls and shit like uh 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 no thank you and there's stuff you gotta you could trip over stuff in this one yeah in the sprinting level they're like let's make it there's now stuff so they can fall yeah so and sp- also get trapped so sprinting is always recommended and it's pretty much your only chance of escaping and reaching <laughs> i'd be i'd be dumb i'd like now that i know this going in i'm gonna sprint as soon as i get there i'm gonna sprint right into one of the guys though hello buddy <laughs> <laughs> right into the entity um so reaching when you the way to exit this level is an elevator reaching it though you have a 50 50 shot of going on to level four or back to level two (laughs) 
and you don't get a choice you don't get a choice yeah it's just wherever the elevator's going um, a lot of people say that this level is the end point but that's because not many people make it forward oh so most people will get sent back to level like if you survive most people aren't gonna survive by going through they're gonna survive by going back by going back to level two maybe even back to level zero finding a no clipped wall finding a no that's what i was gonna say so far the only one we've talked about that had a chance of going back to reality was the first one and i'm glad you caught wind of that oh oh no so that is so much harder because like level zero you have a chance of going back yeah but the way you progress on is just by walking yeah which is what you're doing you know like you're gonna your surroundings are slowly gonna change and that's when you enter level two so if you don't find a door if you don't find a no clipped wall you literally have no choice but to go on and keep going Mm -hmm. and then you have to get all the way back down to go up Mm -hmm. or not all the way you got to go somewhat down to get someone up right um the people who have made it through this level though a lot of people say that the way they got through it was by get this accepting the situation and beginning to view the back rooms as their home oh yeah so once i mean you, after months you kind of like i'm stuck yeah once you make your peace with it is when you find the elevator is essentially the idea um level four is essentially a cakewalk like it is easily um it's classified as safe secure and there's minimum entities um it's both an abandoned office building and an empty storage unit building and there are windows on this level but if you find them you're supposed to avoid them at all costs because they're all traps don't open windows do not open a window do not look out of a window don't go by windows do not go by windows but at this level is classified by like there's cubicles okay and everything everywhere um, some people have seen, like, phones, vending machines. Oh, we're still back to, like, very little stuff Yes, now. very like, little. But not every item is a trap. The only thing that's a trap in this level is the windows. Um, also, I just thought this was fun. Um, out of fountains, like water fountains, coolers, vending machines, literally everywhere. You know the only thing that comes out? Milk. <gasps> that's so, just a weird detail. Milk. 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 Um, it's recommended to stock up because on it's, milk? like, your only, like, connection to reality. Like, some people say it's, like, a source of nutrition, but you don't need food to survive. I would say. It's just, it keeps you grounded. It's one of those things that's, like, checking a watch. After months of not having food and drink. Exactly. Having drink, even if you don't need it, seems like such a nice thing. It reminds you that you're a person. And would uh, technically need it if you were in reality. Right. And level five, um, in addition to that, it's not as safe as level four, but it's one of the safer ones. Um, it's easy to get lost or go insane, but it's also one of the smallest levels. Okay. Um, it's a very cluttered floor. So, like, some people describe it as, like, an old hotel or, like, an old antique store. There's oh. just a lot of stuff okay like piles and piles of like old art deco furniture and lamps are there is there trapped stuff Mm -mm. okay so like i said it's a safe floor like these two are the floors that are typically like savor them rest up you've been running for two or three floors at this point like you're not you're not dying obviously you're not running out of energy because there is no energy to have but it's it limits your stress a little 
Um, there are two main sides of this floor. There's the lobby and then the boiler room. Um, most people say to avoid the boiler room. And you're going to avoid it naturally anyway because it's insanely fucking hot. And so, boiler rooms are just creepy. Right. But it, it's very, like, industrial machinery. And you'll actually be able to see the machines on this floor. You won't be able to really, like, interact with them. They're not going to do anything. It's You can see them now. But, yeah, it's like they're not powering anything. It's just, like, the illusion of machinery um i hate that people, like since it's like going down the farther you get from reality the more reality stuff has appeared exactly that's like, so weird and it's slowly filling out more and more so yeah. it went from like nothing it went from literally yellow wallpaper to okay now you got some cinder blocks and also monsters and others st- and then there was stuff on the ceiling with the pipes yes and you had new noises the noises yes. would be so reassuring to me that and then you get milk later <laughs> yeah you after you milk. get through this the bad stuff you get through good stuff mm-hmm. to and, the milk room and on some levels like don't get me wrong i'd be terrified but aren't the monsters a comfort in and of themselves you're at least you're running from something yeah at least you're not just going crazy right at least you're at n- least you have a goal that you have something to, to keep escape. you going yeah um terrifying but you you have a a goal more than i'm just gonna wander around it's right. i have to get away from this right you're like your adrenaline kicks in but the um some creatures have been recorded on this level but it's nothing confirmed and they're if they are they're not like hunting you out actively like they're not hostile um some people they it's like shadows monsters maybe maybe um but the the boiler room side um every set of stairs every elevator on that side they are all traps um but the boiler room is is so hot that you're not going to want to explore it in the first place so most people don't go over there um so they're going to stay on the, the side that's full of furniture and not boiling hot and um, if you stay on the main path and you stay in the main hallways you will eventually find your way out which is great and it just sucks that this floor is so small because um it's not much time to rest and the next level fucking sucks is this like the worst so far no um well everyone has their different worst yeah fair enough this is this one's recorded as like the baseline worst it's not the worst for me okay level six is the most dangerous though okay by far um it is made up completely of metal rooms and it's roaring and like echoing and noises that are bouncing off you also can't see so it really fucks with your senses oh you just can't see ever vague shapes in darkness kind of feel um and it it really fucks up your senses so you are going to hallucinate a shit ton so some of the monsters you see are not real and some of them are and you just have to run oh my gosh Um, the monsters the entities on this level actually have a name and they're called insanities adequately named yeah um they drive you up the fucking wall Okay. No, I'm sure. Like, they're gonna... I saw some stuff saying that, like, they mimic sounds and voices of, like, family members and shit. Mm-mm. Um, they're also... Their and goal, it's like, oh, that would suck because you haven't heard those people... In years. 
at this point. Oh my god. And their goal is not to eat you, not to hurt you, not to hunt you. Their goal is to drive you insane because on this level, if you go insane, you become one of them. <gasps> oh no. Yeah. Oh, they just racking up boys. No, literally. Homies. They're just it's just a kill count. Um so that's why like a lot of people say that the milk from level four four helps because it it reminds you that you're a person you know it's giving you something to do other than think about the things that are watching you. so just drink some milk while you listen into the 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 dudes drink some fucking milk brother the milk will save you this whole level is also made up of really 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 complex sub layers so a lot of people get stuck here because you can't tell which one is the real floor (sighs) yeah um so another like senses yeah Mm -mm. and you can only you said this one wasn't your least favorite no is there there's more coming oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay um i was gonna say this one i feel like would be so hard because you're not you're not being chased you're just driving yourself crazy yeah most people do not make it on from this level like like i said with it was level four is most people mark that as the end point, you know, because you can go back to level zero, one, two, or whatever, and go home, mm-hmm. in theory. Um, if you keep going deeper, most people die here. Very rarely do people make it on, because you can't tell where you are. Like, if you're or on... here where you are. Right. If you're on the right level, like, you have to be on the right level to find the exit, first of all. Um, so you have to know which one is reality and which one isn't in a place that is not reality like it's just a mind fuck and then there's monsters that are intentionally trying to fuck with your head in a place that's already doing that exactly disgusting disgusting level seven is the one that got me oh no so level seven is the second to last it's very different okay it's like fake outside but not so you're outside but not Okay. I I can't, like, sometimes... Is there, like, invisible walls? So sometimes people say you're outside. Sometimes people say you're inside. Sometimes it's both. Um, It's flooded (gasps) with freezing distilled water. Ugh. So the advice is to stay out of it. Um, There are rooms that are, like, stacked on top of each other. They're kind of like islands in between. So sometimes you're inside um, and the rooms are flooded. I'm so sorry. Sometimes you're outside in the, uh, sometimes you're outside like on top of buildings. Sometimes you're inside and rooms are flooded. Um, Sometimes it's nighttime. Sometimes it's daytime. Like it's, it's the level that's like, the further you get down, the more vague it gets because not many people get down. And make it back. Exactly. This one though, um, is full of various skeletons. So human, fish, monster, like some of it looks like some of them are like um vague humanoid shapes but not human because this level there is only one monster and it swims oh don't go in the water don't go in the water i hate that i i just hate water so like that's the worst possible case scenario for me it's having to swim um between rooms between rooms and it's it's very unlikely that you will come into contact with this monster because there's literally only one of them. Um, and this level is huge. So most people can get by by staying away from it. But if it does find you, it is very unlikely you will survive. 
Well, because he's made to swim in the water. Exactly. No one has encountered it and survived. There's no description of what this monster looks like. There's no description of what it does, if it eats you, if it just kills you and lets you rot. Like, no one knows what it does because no one has lived. (laughs) Well, that's terrifying. Yep. And the way out, I hated it, is you have to find a shallow point in the water and find a hole and swim through it. Ooh, yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. To swim down a tunnel? Mm-mm. And um, it's pretty obvious, but you, you do not swim through the exit marked not an exit, which takes you back to level four. <laughs> which, I mean, honestly, at this point, I would go back to level four. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, the next level is the worst. Like, yeah. no, 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 go back down because at least, like, it sucks because you progress. You feel like you're progressing, but you're just getting further and further away from reality. Like, the deeper you go. Yeah, there, it has, there hasn't been a way back up in a little while. No, there isn't. Oh. Except in level zero. Oh, I meant, like, back up to level zero. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah, four, no. the elevator, or three, the elevator went back up. Yeah. Or could, and you can't in pick. Theory. Um, so, like, where's the ways to go a little closer mm-hmm. down here? Um, level eight is the last stable level from here. We do not know what the fuck's going on. Oh. Um, you just keep getting deeper. And if there's, you, there's not a way out, brother. So there's no, like, there's not much records of what's under eight. Mm-mm. So that's funny because this is episode eight. <gasps> We're not ending here, though. No. <laughs> so there are more episodes. Um, but level eight is a cave system (gasps) an endless dark dank narrow cave system it's dark it's wet it's unsafe it's unsecured and its category is infested it is full of monsters um you're likely it's near impossible if you made it here um good for you you will be dead within minutes and every every spider is poisonous every monster is hostile um it's it's impossible is there a way does it bring you back up at all (laughs) no you're just fucked so but after the (laughs) elevator there was no way back up yeah you just fucked oh so if you if you mess up with the elevator you're just dead well so there there are a shit ton of exits okay in this level but it's very like unlikely you're gonna make it to one so there's there's vents there's holes there's pits pits the safest way out is finding something that's no clipped um it's very unlikely you oh will okay hear. so on other floors you can yeah. still find no clip that makes sense to um me. the level this is the level that is least explored most people who get down further than this have not lived to give record of it um there's no one true confirmed exit the only thing that some people have said is that they've made it through to what may or may not be level nine. And it's um, a, an internal night suburban neighborhood. But most people have not lived to yeah. get through that. Um, the chances of successfully exiting this level are 1%. <laughs> Good yeah. luck. It's, it's fucked. But that those are what are considered the the levels of the back rooms. So, like I said earlier, the, the first picture that appeared, it was on 4chan in May of 2019. And from there, it spread like wildfire. Specifically, it got 
a lot of traction on Reddit. I didn't think it was that new. I swear to God. Well, that's this goes back to like that you you think it's from your childhood. Mm -hmm. I swear to God, I read this creepy pasta in my childhood. So even the creepy pasta is glitching out of reality for me, and I'm not here for it. (laughs) There was probably some version of it that existed like the concept of living in a simulation and being able to glitch out of a simulation yeah that's fair it isn't new the backrooms just seems like a such an old concept in my yeah. brain same no no same 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 because i recently it popped back up on tiktok oh it's everywhere on tiktok right now or at least for me like a lot of the ones i got where when i died this is what i saw like this is what this is purgatory like that kind of thing and then when i started doing research on it what I feel like happened was it was only in 2019 that it was given a name. Oh, okay. Because um, that is when the first post was made officially calling it The Backrooms. Okay. But I do think there was something before this. There had to be. Unless that's the feeling of the nostalgia, <laughs> which is sucks because I hate that. But um, it made its way to Reddit. And most people on Reddit, there's a it's a subreddit called r slash um, backrooms. It is sort of a role-playing subreddit, though. Um, People will post original images, videos, commentary, and they flesh out the world. Um, Some get out. Some are still stuck. Some see monsters. Some don't. Um, That's so cool. Yeah. I'm going to go play on Reddit. It's fun. Um, I scrolled through it a little bit. It's wild, dude, because it's like role-play. It's like people are saying, like, this is where I am right now, and obviously you're not. But it's fun. Yeah. Takes you... It's a way to get out of reality in your head, right? Almost, and it's creepy pasta, so it's fiction. That's the fun Maybe. part. Dun dun, dun dun dun. That was we nailed that. Um, but people like document their experiences essentially, and it's like a lot of people claim to see it in their dreams, and it it doesn't ex like yes, it's fiction, but it doesn't explain that like feeling you get when you look at the pictures. Which is what gets me. Because yeah. Because I looked at that picture and I, like, immediately, like, I've been there before. It's just, it feels so familiar. It's like the room with the purple, like, arcade carpet. The empty yes. room with the purple arcade carpet that everyone's seen in their dreams. Yes. It feel it's a picture that when you look at, for no reason, it should not feel familiar, but it feels familiar. Yeah. Just like the story to us feels like it's older and more familiar than mm-hmm. 2019. That is awful feeling it is i'm not here for it it's, i'm also here for it a lot though because that's so interesting it's the concept is batshit to me and especially like the concept of the deeper you get the further the from further reality from reality the less likely you are to escape like one reddit post that jumped out to me was um someone posted a picture of an abandoned area and made a comment that like oh i i saw another redditor posted a picture that looks similar to me maybe we're close someone commented under that like do not meet that is a trap like <gasps> it's an art it's a role play thing yeah but the concept of the idea of getting further and further away from reality of still having access to the internet somehow like no thank you i can't disturbing and especially like what if it is real and we're just calling all these redditors role players and these these dudes are stuck in the worst thing ever and we're like man they're they're having so much fun role playing (laughs) but um the reason that the back rooms are scary or most people agree that the reason they're scary is because it checks every psychological box right so it's endless you're lost 
it's monotonous. Your senses are messed with. Your senses are messed with. You are physically trapped. You're being watched at all times. You are being hunted at all times. Like it. You are never not on edge, whether you're on edge for something real or on edge because of like monotony. Right. That's so dang. And the the video, I watched some of the gameplay of the game that was released. Uh, it's, you just wander. You check your watch every 30 seconds and you wander. That's your only, like, objective. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. And that's what the back rooms are. And that was our first creepypasta, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, I did a, a no sleep. But I don't, not all, like, I said it earlier, but um, all no sleeps are creepypasta, but not all creepypastas are no sleeps. Yeah. But yeah. That was fun. I really enjoyed that. Did you? Not like, like a go. I enjoyed talking about it. I don't enjoy the concept of it. The concept of just randomly glitching from reality. I think what that's what gets me too is the concept of it's just random. Yeah, you. We could do that. To, we could touch that water bottle right there and be gone. Yep. Wouldn't that be weird too? Just watching someone. And because time out? stops for you, you come back at the same time. Mm-hmm. So like reality pauses for you. And everybody else doesn't go on in that, like, timeline of existence. That's so weird. <laughs> I, hate just, I hate that. I hate time. So what did you think? You were satisfied? Yeah, was that was, was good. Was that was so was fun. I, I don't like that it feels familiar. And that's the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. I know. But I swear to God, it's older than 2019. I'm t- there has to, it has to be something. And there, they... It has to I have just being been, like, like given a name in 2019 or something. There's no way. Or that like that's collected into something. Yeah. Because that, I remember like being 10 or something and looking into this yeah. and seeing those pictures. Mm-hmm. Those pictures, like looking it up, like what's the back rooms? Or maybe not the back rooms at that time, but something. Like yeah. a, it had some no other name. From reality. The other thing, I didn't get too far into it because I'm dumb, but some people like um cited not like they didn't call it no clipping but they called it quantum tunneling something about particles being able to move freely through matter oh it's like some quantum physics stuff you literally would fall out of the world oh literally that is like some string theory stuff Mm -hmm. though i didn't understand it so i didn't include it oh okay i love quantum. i tried to understand i like have to i understand it the very dumbed down level Mm -hmm. like as simple as they can explain it because i it's hard to understand so i understand like the bare bare minimum but it's just some whack stuff like it it explains how we could be in a simulation and it explains the like different realities of the world it everything exists at the same time and everything also doesn't exist at the same time is like every possibility (laughs) exists but also doesn't exist isn't that disgusting schrodinger's universe yeah somewhere there is an alternate reality where there is the back rooms Somewhere there's an alternate reality where there's only the back rooms. Ah. <laughs> we are the Sims who have gone to college and realized we're in a simulation. We're the Sims with the grilled cheese aspiration. Dude, I fucking love that <laughs> aspiration. When I figured out that was a thing. All of my Sims now have the grilled no, cheese literally, aspiration. Literally. For those of you who do not know what that is, you can if you start a Sims game and you eat nothing but grilled cheese for like three days, you have the option to gain the grilled cheese cheese aspiration which is the weirdest shit it's like eat a grilled cheese with the grim reaper and you can like summon grilled grilled cheeses 
Yeah. You can do some weird ass shit. You become no a green grilled cheese wizard. Literally. Beautiful. Perfect game. <laughs> the Sims <laughs> is a fucking joke. I hate I love and hate the Sims. Same. Adam, do you need an intermission? Yes. Okay. Alright. Intermission. Dun it dun. Hey, listeners. Hey. Hey. Hey, you. Hey. Welcome back. I just lost the game. Oh, no. I lost the game, too. And so did everyone listening. Ha ha. What the fuck is good? And we're back. (laughs) That's how we're back? All right. And we're back. Burger King foot lettuce. Don't you come in here with that. (laughs) No. (laughs) You're just mad because I'm funny. (laughs) Oh no. I started a joke. Congratulations. Starting the whole world crying. Are we ready to jump in? What have you got for me? First thing I have to say spoiler warning. Kind of. Yes, there's a huge spoiler warning. I'm going through Hauntings of the Conjuring movie. Oh! So, which like, one? The first and second one. Okay. There's only two. Why isn't there? Well, The Conjuring's a franchise. Yeah, there's five movies, but there's only two called Conjuring. Conjuring and then The Conjuring 2. Oh, there's a Conjuring 2? I don't I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I only go through... I only mostly talk about The Conjuring, just okay. the first one. And there was, like, one thing on The Conjuring 2 that I threw in here. But I uh, the first thing, I'm going to go through a very quick and dry summary of the movie because it it portrays into some of the like cursed haunted things that happen oh sick but mine instead of doing a, a ghost story i did a cursed movie so i'm changing it up a little bit i'm excited all right so again spoiler warning very quick plot summary and also it was directed by james wan and Arwan and written by chad hayes and carrie w hayes okay just names that come back up and i'll remind you what they are but i figure i'd say them now um so the, the plot is the Perrin family moves into a farmhouse. It's like a mom, dad, and some kids. Um, it's in Rhode Island. And they get there, and the dog refuses to go in the house. They have a bunch of weird things happen. Specifically, uh, some weird things that happen are the clock keeps stopping at 3.07 a.m. Okay. Um, birds keep flying into the window. Okay. of the house uh so just full force smacking into the windows and then they find uh this one's a big one they find the dead dog in the backyard i remember i've yes. seen this movie i haven't okay. seen the second one but i definitely have seen the first okay one. so that's good i'm just like going through for for everyone no, you're good you're good um i do remember the dead dog though so once that happens it starts to pick up and they're just like in general tormented by some spirit uh, they, it claims to want the family dead is its whole thing. It, Fun. it like speaks to one of them is like, I'm going to kill everybody. Bet. Cool. Uh, <laughs> they, they decide to contact the lovely Ed and Lorraine Warren. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Love them. so for those of you who don't know, they're real life demonologist. That, and a medium. And a medium. That's star in these movies. So they're they're played by people. Yeah. They don't play themselves. They're played by people. But they were real-life people who, real-life ghost hunters, pretty mm-hmm. much. They were the ones who hunted down, or not hunted down, but um, Annabelle is their, like, big one. 
Yeah, you'll you'll know from there that that yeah. a real story. That that movie came from a real story of these real life ghost hunters. Yeah, and the whole franchise is built. The Conjuring franchise, the five movies are around them. Right, and they're like experiences because Annabelle is part of this the franchise. This is a, the, the Conjuring is based on a real story. Yeah, that a real um, haunting that they went and investigated. Right, of course it's movied up, but. Yeah. They, they're real people, and so is the parent family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Fun. They, that's what this movie's about. Uh, after some investigation of the house, they, they figure out it was the house of a witch uh, who sacrificed her child to the devil and then killed herself at 3.07 a.m. Oh, shit. That's where the time comes from. Um, and she cursed anyone who, who took her land. So when the parent oh. family bought the house on the land, they were cursed by her. Gotcha. Uh, and the devil. Um, <laughs> and the devil, just casually. Yeah, um, just girly things. Bunch more haunting stuff goes down in the movie. You should watch it. It's a good movie. I'm about to spoil all of it for you. I'm about to spoil all of um, it. They eventually get enough evidence to take to the church to get approved for an exorcism. But since the parent family wasn't part of the church, they have to get it approved by like at the Vatican. So it. Ha- oh. They don't have to go, but they have to, like, send yeah. the evidence off. And so they ha- they would be having to wait for this approval. Uh, things get really crazy at this point. The witch starts, like, possessing people. It goes down. Um, mm-hmm. So at some point, uh, uh, enough goes down, and Ed decides, Ed Warren decides to do the exorcism without getting, without the approval getting there. Um, yeah. More stuff goes down during the exorcism, but they eventually get it done, and they take a souvenir, which the Warrens are known for. They have a museum of them, but they Mm -hmm. take their artifact, and it was a music box. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, it starts playing. Like, that's a creepy little thing at the end. The music part starts playing on its own, but but that's the movie. And their museum is like, so Ed, Ed, they're both passed now, but Ed passed away first. And after Ed died, Lorraine, because Lorraine is a medium. Yes. And Ed is the demonologist. But after, because Lorraine is super sensitive to to demons and ghosts and stuff. After Ed passed away, Ed, uh, Lorraine never set foot in the museum again. And the only way. They, didn't, you, they closed it to the public, right? Now it's closed to the public because they're both passed. Oh, okay. Um, but to go on a tour of it, you would have to be blessed by a priest you would have to go through multiple blessed doors because these are real artifacts with real demons attached to them. My favorite, uh, I say my favorite. Well, obviously Annabelle is in there, locked in a locked in a cage because at first they just put her in a container and she would get up and walk away, which terrifying. You know that just just girly things. A raggedy Ann doll walking. getting up and walking away, but they had a tombstone from some event. Um, that literally said E. Warren, and it was the day that Ed died. Whoa. Yeah. It's super fucked up. But That's just girly things. Sorry, <laughs> just a, a tidbit. I love that. I want to see their museum so bad, but. I do too. It's so, I'm so sad that it's closed. I've taken virtual tours of it, like on YouTube and stuff. It's it's a lot. But like they, they had the music box, which is what made me remember is like the music box and Annabelle and the whole nine yards. Okay, so now we get into, sorry for the weird pause, we get into the, the, like, not the movie, but stuff that happened that, like, causes the movie to believe to be cursed. And this one isn't, like, one of the more crazy ones, because those have circled the internet a lot, Mm -hmm. so 
I just found this one had a lot of interesting stuff, but I had never heard any of them. So right. I wanted to share this one instead of the one that like a lot of people already know, mm-hmm. like with the exorcist and stuff like the ones that are just always on Facebook and yeah. stuff like that. This one like isn't as severe in some in like in some aspects, but in other aspects, it's like that's crazy, but you just never hear about it. Right. The first one is just kind of a a, a weird phenomenon patrick wilson who plays ed warren uh says that joey king who played one of the parents daughters uh showed up to set one day mysteriously covered in bruises all over her body and oh that's a, shit uh, the all over her body is a quote so they were saying like everywhere, everywhere. on her um uh and this was just after a few weeks of shooting but there was no reason for these bruises to appear like she wasn't doing stunts or anything mm-hmm. she wasn't being grabbed in anything uh, like any of the scenes um nothing at home would have caused these bruises they were just really weird bruises that appeared everywhere on her That's uh, and he said it in a couple of different interviews which is just weird like there yeah. was no reason for bruises to appear anywhere and since they were all over her right just a weird thing that happened hate that yeah isn't that disgusting absolutely it's it's one thing for like a random bruise to appear on your leg right because that happens to everybody but for all over your to be quote all, all over, over your, your body, body. Ugh. <laughs> i didn't like I that one that. Uh, another thing from patrick wilson again who played ed warren uh said James Wan is the one who is quoted saying this, but it's a video that Patrick Wilson filmed of the the stage drapes moving on their own. Hate that. They, uh, where's the, the quote is, none of the doors were open, the air condition was switched off, they just started moving on their own, end quote. And the worst part of that is the video hasn't been shared, but they're both quoted talking about this video Mm -hmm. that Patrick Wilson has. And I really want to see the video, but they're saying it like it's moving a lot. Like it yeah. looks like someone's holding the drapes at the bottom and, like, shaking and moving it. And they're the big stage drapes that are in set studios. Mm-hmm. And the description sounds crazy cool. But I want to see it. Why haven't they released it? Do I don't you know. know. I don't, they, they, they have, it was just brought up in an interview and not really brought up again. But I want to email them and be like, hey, hey I need the video. I yeah. need the proof. Let's let's DM them on Instagram like Bet. we talked earlier. All right, we know what we're doing tonight. Um, <laughs> Vera, oh I can't say her her last name. Vera, last name here. Uh, <laughs> Redacted. Uh, she played Lorraine. Um, oh, she's so pretty. I love that actress. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I, she has a pretty last name too, and I just don't know how to say yeah. it. I I watched a video to know how to say it, and I'm totally blanking right now. Like You're I good. watched clips, but her first name's Vera. Uh, she reported to the director that uh, as soon as they started filming, that every night between three and four a.m. she would wake up, like just mm-hmm. just for you know you have those nights where you're just awake. Yeah. At really late at night for no apparent reason. But that's the witching hour. It's the witching hour, and it's also 3.07 a.m. is the time the witch died mm-hmm. in the the tale. Hate that. The, the, in, at the house. No, thank you. So as soon as they started portraying this witch and portraying the people that, like, hunted down this witch, Vera started waking up. She said every night at that time. Yeah. Which is gross. Absolutely revolting. That I hated that one because it, to say every night or most nights – it's one thing everybody wakes up random times yeah. every now and then, but as soon as they start filming and as soon as they stop filming, for it to 
be in that time frame. Yeah. And she said she had nightmares after, but it wasn't like the waking up mm-hmm. every night at the same time. That's the like witch's that. hour. Right, because that's the witching hour. Because, like, when you wake up at 3 a.m., something bad. It's just, it's never good. Yeah. If you wake up at 3 a.m., roll over, close your eyes, and hope you're fine. (laughs) That's a terrible way to put it, but... If you wake up at 3 a.m., something's watching you. Spooky. Ooh. No, but for real, that 3 a.m. to 4 is the witching hour. It's Mm -hmm. just when you're... It's, like, supposedly when the spirit world and our reality are closest together. Mm -hmm. So that's when, like demons or ghosts can really get through right is the allegedly what it what it is sam um of sam and colby has a series on his his personal youtube channel where he did a bunch of challenges at 3 a.m some crazy stuff happens in those videos do yourself a favor they're just really fun to watch my favorite one is the 11 mile one i i didn't watch that one it's good it's the one of him driving yeah yeah and like like the car literally you watch the car like lights flicker in the car Mm -hmm. like it's stuff he couldn't you would see him messing with the lights that's why i like sam's videos a lot tail lights go out and the like emergency thing on his car pops up Mm -hmm. and it's not like you can flip one tail light off there's no way he did that you know my favorite one is um it was the red book game you know where you you take the red book you flip it you you talk to something through the book um you watch the lights in his room flicker like his eyes are closed he doesn't even know what happens. Like, a few times, his eyes are closed, and the audience can see the lights flickering. So but he bad. doesn't react because his eyes are closed. There was one time the, the the lamp completely shuts off and then completely, like, off, on, all by itself, and he loses his fucking mind. Oh, I hated that. I remember that one now that you talk about mm-hmm. it. That one was good, too. Anyway, that but is what they the, all ha- happened at 3 a.m. because the, that's the witching the, hour. The witching hour, yeah. Also sometimes called, like, the devil's hour, too. Yes. I believe they're different things, though. Right, but which are but they're the same concept. It's the or I thought they were the same time but different concepts. Is that it? Maybe I don't I'm... know. Like, cause one of them is like the veil between the spirit world and that's our the world witching hour. Is yeah, and that's the witching hour and the devil's hour. It's the same. Th- oh, it's because it's mocking the Holy Trinity, isn't it? That yes, the three. Yes, 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 it's yes, mocking yes, yes. the Holy Trinity. Yes, that's the the demons can mock the Holy Trinity, and it's then. the time that demons it's easiest for demons to talk to you and it just so happens to be like the, the same, same time hour, which makes it worse yeah why why they pick the same it's that schedule was blocked out at that time you got to pick another one now <laughs> it's double booked actually it kind of makes it better because that's only one hour you have to worry about instead, instead of, of two, two. maybe it, maybe it's a good thing but the fact that it's different concepts that line up to be the same thing but for different reasons. It's, I don't like that. It's so weird. It, it's like different cultures had the same idea mm-hmm. and it just got brought together. It's like, oh, wait, we're experiencing the same thing. Right. That's so weird. Anyway, back to the conjuring. Just girly things. <laughs> uh, another thing from Vera, she allegedly had three digital claw-like marks appear on her computer screen. So, like... A, Holy Trinity. A virus... And that again, it's a, like commonly known as like the witching hour and the Holy Trinity. But do you know what demon all is like had three claws? Supposedly, no. The one haunting Annabelle has <gasps> three claws. Ew! <laughs> Ew! And to make it so much worse, um, Vera at the end of filming reported had three claw-like bruises appear on her thigh. I'm gonna throw up. So I hate that. It's so many things could be doing. Like, 
a demon mocking the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. The literally just Annabelle coming for someone playing Lorraine do, because she played Lorraine I was Warren. About to say, do you know if? Well, we're talking about obviously it's like you're talking about the movie is cursed. Yeah. In some way, like bad things happened on set. Yes. Um. So obviously this happened after Annabelle. Yes. Do you know if? the original case that this is based on happened after yes because they're the reason the parents contact the warrens is because of the annabelle case okay that was i was just curious yeah i forgot to say that that that's why they called them Mm -hmm. is that the the warrens kind of got really famous after annabelle so the parents were like hey we're having something bad happen we saw your work with annabelle we need help so the movie happens after the annabelle case and so did the actual haunting happened after the annabelle case i hate that so it was attached lorraine and ed are like haunted in real life but also the actors that that played ed and lorraine are like haunted by a three-claw demon which just so a demon that haunts annabelle it has three claws yeah and annabelle hurts people yeah i we keep getting into the topic of annabelle but like we're definitely gonna have to go into annabelle oh 100 every everybody has done an episode on annabelle at some point but like she the details are what make it the scariest you know it's the three claws it's the fact that so much that, that the little stuff injured. yeah yeah and you can a lot of people probably don't connect it to this because you wouldn't think that the movie about a totally different case by actors yeah. would be haunted by something with three claws just because Annabelle was. But the fact that if you start from here and then look back, mm-hmm. like what I was doing, I just remember that. And I had to go back and look it up yeah. to be like, wait, no, that three claws, that's throwing Because me. that was, it was on um, their their friend's back, wasn't it? Or his chest? Oh, the the one who comes with them? Because, wait, I'm, I'm blanking, but isn't, the story of Annabelle, like, that there were the two nurses or whatever, the demon haunted the doll, yes, 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 but they had a friend sleep over, and Annabelle really hated their friend. It's something like and that. And he woke up one night, and she was on top of him, and when he With woke the up the next claws. morning, there was the claws on his chest, yeah. and he still has those scars. She, hers weren't, like, scratches, but they were bruises. bruises. So it seemed like something was pushing like dragging yeah and the way she described it like what unsettled her the most was that it seemed like it had long claws or long fingers i'm gonna throw up and there's a i didn't get the direct quote but that was like something she said was like the worst thing it didn't hurt she didn't wake up like when it happened she just woke up the next morning Mm -hmm. and noticed it but she said the most unsettling thing is how long it was the fingers seemed on the the claw mark i'm gonna throw up (laughs) <laughs> I keep saying that, but I hate that. It, I, I didn't like that it happened on her screen, and then after filming happened on, on her. her body. So it was like a threat, and then a, like a following through of the threat. <laughs> that was me throwing up. <laughs> oh, no. I hate that. I uh, hate that. One of the writer's wife, writer's wife noticed a weird water puddle in the house, um, and they just kind of wrote it off as the dog, not like just spilled water or something. Mm-hmm. But then the puddle kept, it kept appearing in the same spot for no reason. Like the and it dogs, wasn't like a leak? 
Yeah, that there was nothing on the ceiling where it looked like a leak. The dog's water bowl wasn't near it. The mm-hmm. dog didn't really like stay like sleep there much or anything, so it wasn't like a puddle of dog drool. And it was a pretty decently sized puddle, and it was the same spot every time in the house. It wasn't by a sink. Weird. Wasn't by a bathroom. Was just kind of some in like situated not by anywhere that would make water. And it kept it just kept appearing, and they just kept cleaning it up, and it just kept going. Mm-hmm. They eventually went to Lorraine Warren like the real the real Lorraine. Lorraine yeah um and they kind of concluded that it was a, a water poltergeist and oh. these poltergeists are known for feeding off strong energy uh emotional energy and um and the wife said when she heard that she like almost freaked out because the teen their teenage uh kid was going through a very emotional and like turbulent time like more so than any other time and that. this like poltergeist from the movie had attached itself to them to feed off that energy is mm-hmm. what they they figured out with the real lorraine warren that is just <laughs> a it, it checks every box for me i just like that the poltergeist's whole thing was like i'm gonna spill some water <laughs> well, poltergeists are fucked up because they interact with the world, right? Yeah. Like, they, that's the distinction between a poltergeist and just a spirit. I want to know how he got the water there. Or she. How they. We don't gender the poltergeist. How they got the water there. Well, like, Because it wasn't like they just turned on a sink. It was by, like, it was uh, reportedly by nowhere that water could easily yeah. get to. And they said that it was such strong energy from this, this teenage kid mm-hmm. in the house that, that, the poltergeist could just make some water i forget if i said it on the podcast or if this was if this conversation happened between us when we were talking about starting the podcast but there was a a a school for a while like a um a department of a university that was categorized like tasked with investigating paranormal activity and one of the things that they said was the most act like active spirits um if it's very active and it's like hurting people and it's interacting with the world it means that someone in the vicinity is exuding enough energy for it to latch on to that's why i've seen in a lot of ghost hunting like videos they'll leave you bring flashlights and bring mm-hmm. people started bringing tasers. tasers yep because that they have such a strong energy and say feed off of this yeah. and that's when stuff starts really picking up because they need a lot of times it's it's electrical too because mm-hmm. of like the the what it it reminds me of is the electromagnetic theory of ghosts which we talked a couple episodes ago mm-hmm. um where ghosts exist on an energy level but they exist in the vibes no literally and i think that's so cool that they can sap energy from something and that's why in a lot of like ghost stores they say my phone died out of nowhere my camera died out of nowhere because it needs something it can't just exist on its own it's it's getting some kind of pull just like our phones need a charge their energy needs a similar charge and it all works off wavelengths so why wouldn't it work and it can feed off of like electricity and stuff but it can also feed off people why the lights flicker because they're yeah. feeding off the energy of the house. Why the why the breaker box breaks in every horror story? That they're steal they're sapping the energy from the house. Even our ghost stories. The 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 reason that the breaker box in your house. It's always that fucking breaker box. <laughs> it's always the back room by the breaker box. But a fucking fuse box. If if your parents are listening to this right now, your they house do is haunted. It. It's a little haunted, I think. It's a little haunted, and it is the back room by the breaker box. It's got to be haunted. Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave. 
<gasps> the tiki bar. It's no. the tiki bar. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. The poor tiki. They put their tiki's bring like good luck though. They like so maybe it'll help. <laughs> the tiki bar will ward off the ghost. I hope so for <laughs> everyone's sake. <laughs> that that's what it is. Okay. So, 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 so. All right. So that's like the end of that one. That's like all the information I can get on it, which I okay. was upset about because I was like, water poltergeist, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, yeah, there's a water ghost. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. And so I picked up a couple more articles and they kind of all had the same like surface value information yeah. on that one. This next one was was kind of freaky to me. Oh, no. uh, during a set visit, Chad Hayes, one of the writers, um, one of the actual parent children, old like they weren't a child at this point, they're a little older, um, but looks him dead in the eyes and says, quote, something really bad is going to happen out here today, end quote. And later that day, her mother, the, the real Carolyn Perrin, uh, fell and broke her hip, <gasps> which wasn't a ghost thing. But that kid had, like, a premonition of bad things. But also to have a haunted child sit there and tell you, like, someone who had been haunted in the past, sit there and tell you, look you dead in the face and say, something bad's going to happen. And then my heart would stop when they told me, like, before the bad stuff even happened. And I believe that it happened on set. I couldn't find, like, any, like, accident report saying where it happened. Mm -hmm. But from the articles I read, I do believe that she fell on set. It's... The concept of having the actual family there on set, along with the actors too. One per That's one of the sick. one of the parent children like they either went and just like left because it was they said it was creepily accurate. I hate that the the writers and the director they did their research and like to the point where it was unsettling to the family because it was scary accurate like the house and the sets and the rooms. Didn't the the same thing. And I might be wrong, but I'm 90% sure the exact same thing happened with the Amityville horror movie. Where they had people, like the family members of the Amityville haunting leave. And say like, no, 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 like that's what it looked like. That's That's too real. What was the one where they, I think it was The Exorcist. I might be wrong. Don't quote me on this. Another cursed movie though. Mm -hmm. They had the set catch on fire. And one of the only rooms to not be touched was the room where the exorcism happens. Oh. It was perfectly untouched by the fire. Hate that. The rest of the set, like, burned, burned. And this room that was reportedly scary accurate was fine. No, thank you. I thought, I think that one, I think it's The Exorcist. Don't, that, that one's not in my research. So no, don't no, no. go, that was just something I'm remembering off my head. Yeah. We're going on a lot of tangents for this story, but it's pulling uh, a lot of shit. It's interesting. I love the, I love the tangents. I'm vibing. It, just, it shows we really are just obsessively. No, literally. Look into this stuff. We, we can, are obsessively We are looking. a Rolodex of information. <laughs> just random. We'll pull stuff out of any song lyric and be like, no, yeah. do you remember that case? No, literally. It's so bad. Um, tell me more. Tell me more. I really liked this one because it was scary in the the recreated Warren's artifact room because they did have a a set version of the artifact room. Uh, Many people, including cast members and the producer, Rob Cohen, reported that a wooden pig statue kept moving around the room. Hate that. They They would have it in one place, leave and come back and it'd be in a different place. Hate that. And they really noticed it for like continuity in the movie. Yeah. They'd be like, why the heck is this pig statue moving? Right. And they said, like, it was enough that they, they were like, this one's haunted. We can make a whole, like, jokingly said, we'll make a whole spinoff movie on this haunted pig. <laughs> um, because, they, like, a lot of people reported that this pig would be in one place. 
and then everybody would leave and come back for the next scene they were shooting. Yeah. And it'd be somewhere different. You know, it I totally could have been someone moving it, but I like to believe that the wooden pig statue is haunted. I was about to say, I totally believe it's a ghost, but I also totally believe it was a PA just trying to have fun. Yeah, someone like, <laughs> or some like set designer being like, oh, if I move this, it'll be moving in the background of the movie. They'll love it, but I'm not going to tell anybody. And then they, and they just like gave everybody nightmares. <laughs> he was, they were probably trying to do good. I wonder what the significance is of, like, two of the pig, if there is I just hated that it was, like, a a fake artifact of yeah. the Warrens. Just, like, these, the, I, I fake in air quotes, the actors that played the Warrens weren't the yeah. real Warrens, so they could be seen as these fake Warrens, and their fake artifacts were also, like, haunted. Yeah. And they were also, like, attacked by a demon attached yeah. to the real Warrens because they were these fake Warrens. Yeah, absolutely. No, thank you. That's a weird concept to me. Um, and like I said earlier, this is where I get into Conjuring 2, uh, but because so much happened on Conjuring, the first Conjuring movie, they had the set blessed beforehand, and they believe that that's why less stuff happened on it. They came, they were like, look, we had a lot happen. There was, like, claw marks and weird stuff and a water poltergeist at one point. Can you just, like, come bless the the set real quick? So they, they got a priest to come out and bless the set of the Conjuring 2, um, but there are still reports of a couple people, and I believe the director, uh, hearing drilling and hammering underneath the stage when no one was working. Hate no that. one was scheduled to be working. They would go down and check, and no one was working. Um, it was after the set was built, but they still hear, like, these tools and stuff going on, like, going on under the stage. From the research I did, nobody died building the set or anything. Yeah. So it wasn't like a, a recent ghost, but it, these set buildings are reused over and over mm-hmm. again. So it could have been an old accident of like that would cause this ghost yeah but i just hated that like you're trying to film and be like who's making all that racket yeah shut the fuck up nobody it's a ghost with a drill that's scary ghost ghost with a power tool coming at you Mm -mm. (laughs) he's armed and dangerous he's armed and dangerous strapped another a weird one for conjuring too and this is my last one, sadly. But uh, there was a photographer that came to photograph the set, and they do that. Like, a lot of movies yeah. have the sets. They take pictures of the sets. Um, he had also worked on the movie Insidious. <laughs> and when Hate he started movie. taking pictures on his camera for the movie, all of the Insidious pictures reappeared on his <laughs> camera. Weren't saved on the camera, weren't saved on the laptop, weren't saved on the iPad he had, and he report he says he couldn't delete it off the camera no matter how many times he tried. Goosebumps. My whole body just erupted in goosebumps. I hated that. I can't to have another stand horror that. movie come and haunt you while you're working on a different horror movie. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No thank you. But yeah, no. that's my, my cursed well, conjuring movie report for you. That's fun. It was a little shorter, but I really enjoyed it. So I'm I just a sucker share. for like horror movies. You I know? really like the whole I've read the other ones so much, like the really popular ones, so mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed reading this one because it was kind of a little bit more laid back. Yeah. But it still had enough to like be interesting, yeah. if that makes sense. And it's like it also plays into a lot of other things, you know? Like, yeah, no one died, but three claw marks yeah like tying back into annabelle tying back into the whole i don't like the connection to the warrens yeah like so much that they were so scared that they called the real warrens in yeah and stuff like that and the warrens have gone through like a lot like the the most famous story i remember is the one where um 
I forget what case it was, but do you know what I'm talking When Lorraine had that vision, do you know what I'm talking about? Of, like, Ed dying or something? The one she won't say what it is, yes. isn't it? Yeah. In the movie, they turned it into Ed dying. But in real life, it was, she hasn't. She, she never said what it was no, before she died. Because in reality, like, Lorraine is a medium who is super sensitive to ghosts and spirits and entities, whatever. Ed is um, a priest who is also a demonologist. And, like, that's their correlation. So Lorraine can go in and sense what's going on, whether it's a ghost, whether it's a demon, whatever. And if it's a demon, Ed can step in, exercise it, whatever. Um, and he's blessed. So it's it's easier for him to stomach some things. But there was one story of during, I believe it was during an exorcism. I know for sure it's during an exorcism in the movie. But I can't remember if that's also true to reality is Lorraine had a vision that really fucked her up and to the like she locked herself in her room for I believe seven days and wouldn't come out wouldn't speak to anybody wouldn't and to this day I mean obviously she's passed but to this day has never told a single soul including Ed what she saw and won't ever tell anybody what she saw yeah there's no because it was just that messed up and it took place during an exorcism so god only knows what that could be literally but um but during the movie they've turned it into her That's predicting what, yeah. ed's death which was cool like if an interesting take on it if you're gonna make it into something i'm glad it was that yeah and also it'd be such a cop-out to like not do anything with it yeah if you're you're already like fantasizing some aspects of the movie yeah do something there to like don't leave that loose end in real life, it's totally understandable. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah, for yeah, a yeah. movie, I would say, I'm glad they did something. Mm-hmm. And something so powerful. The movies are are also pretty good. Like, I've seen a few of them. I did not watch Annabelle, though. I haven't. I've heard very negative things. But I didn't watch it because, like, I'm familiar with the case. And the fact that she is not a Raggedy Ann doll makes me so mad. It's less scary. Right. To have a, 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 a rigid doll play yeah. something that moves... Is and so it's so much Annabelle less. The movie is also big. Yeah, it was a little doll that had all this power, and a doll that can't stand on its own walking is yeah. so much scarier than a doll that can stand on its own being made to look like it walked. Yeah, and also in the movie, <laughs> it just covered, there was a lot of laughter coming. But also in the movie, she's also, like, locked in a in a closet that's lined with Bible quotes. And, like, it's a – they make it a thing. And it's like, dude, the real case, the reason it was so scary was because she was pretending. Like, Annabelle comes in and haunts this doll that is a gift because it was, like – it was – she, I just remember the girl was a nurse, and it was a gift from her mom, and she always kept the Raggedy Ann on her bed. And then the Raggedy Ann starts moving. Notes start being left around. They call in a priest, a medium, someone, and they tell them that it is the spirit of a child. So the girls willfully say, like, okay, you can stay, because they think it's a little girl. And, and it was it's a demon not. pretending to be one. Right. It was a demon who really intended to hurt them and did hurt them multiple times. Like... Like the story of the guy who woke up with Annabelle literally Unless it's on a little his girl. chest. It's a little girl pretending to be a demon that's pretending to be a little girl. Whoa. Like it's a double agent, double agent kind of thing. Let's write the sequel. We're writing an Annabelle fan fiction. Whoa. A creepypasta. <gasps> Full circle. <laughs> we did it. We finished the episode. We can, yeah. we can stop. But yeah, that story really fucks me up. 
And, like, the fact that I keep – I'm Annabelle specifically. Like, I hate that story because it's yeah. been told so many times. Like, I could recite it in my sleep at this point. But most people forget that, like, these artifacts haunted the Warrens after the fact, too. Yeah, they kept – things that had demons attached to yeah. them. Yeah. There's a reason that their whole house is blessed. Like it was a lot. And there was so much to get into the mu- you had to get blessed to go into the museum mm-hmm. because it was a dangerous thing. And like the when they brought Annabelle back from the house, they put Annabelle in the back seat in the middle, which is already just a fucked up image and buckled her in. Mm-hmm. Like Annabelle was a passenger. And um, on the way back from the place to the to Annabelle's house, they almost died t- three times, four yeah, times I don't in car the number, accidents. But it was a couple. Like Annabelle really likes car accidents, and like there's so many stories of people going into the museum and insulting her and dying. Yeah, like just straight up. Or getting hurt. Yeah, or getting in a car accident, like we said. Yeah, it's kind of like similar to Robert the doll. Like people come back to apologize to her and beg her to stop hurting them. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, the Warrens, they really were literally doing God's work. <laughs> they literally said, no, <laughs> stop haunting people. And, like, the conjuring stuff, like, mm-mm. Yeah, that it can it can be traced so far down the line of the Warrens that yeah. he, fake Warrens were getting haunted by the, the demon with three claws. Did the Warrens work on the Amityville case? They didn't, right? I, I'm not sure. I can't tell you. I can't remember. I, it's just in, like, the same category in my head. Yeah. It's a, a big case. Yeah. It's huge. Dude, <laughs> man, fuck that. Man. Have you watched The Haunting of Hill House yet? No. I know I need to. Please do yourself a favor. I, I'm going to get into it. I know it, I am. I can't emphasize enough how well done it is. Because, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because it's, it's based on a lot of those cases of like the Warrens and uh, like Amityville and all that stuff, it it pulls a lot, and because of that, it's like it pulls the best of everything. It's really fucking scary, and not like jump scare kind of scary, like mm 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 mm. Just mm-hmm. just watch it, <laughs> just watch it. I will. I need to. I know I do. And Bly Manor is also really good. Which you you tell me that one. every time I'm here, and I, I like I write it down mentally. I just haven't had time. No, I got you, but I guarantee you, once you start, you will not be able to stop. Oh yeah, like, I love stuff like that. It's it's addictive. Speaking of, um, I know last week I talked about it. Um, I finished BoJack Horseman, oh, and wow. I cried <laughs> at work. Right? Yes. Don't do it. <laughs> it's not worth it. I recommended it last episode. Don't do it. Not if you've already it. watched all of it in between, I'm sorry. No, yeah cry cry about it wimp like, <laughs> you it cried <laughs> i cried i cried so hard it was that and i rewatched bo burnham bits and cried because i love bo burnham oh no <laughs> bo burnham was my senior quote what was mine dr seuss what was it red fish blue fish because my sister was one fish two fish hate that I, look if you have a twin you at least got to do it you know <laughs> i got like i had to there was no way I was passing up the opportunity to do a two-part quote. Mm-hmm. And the nonsense of just doing one fish, two fish. Red fish, blue fish. That, it was perfect. My year, I don't remember who did it, but somebody just did uh, redacted. 
in brackets. That's so funny. My favorite one in our yearbook, it says, don't follow your dreams, follow me on Instagram at, and their Instagram handle. I, that was so good. That was funny. My class, my broadcasting class, um, started like trying to push the boundaries of what they would print. Because you know the paper, it's like what clubs you were in, what, what what you were a part of, officers, yada, yada, yada. My friends just started writing nonsense to see what they would print in the yearbook. Like one of them wrote ringleader and they put it. Like it's in our yearbook. That's so good. Yeah. It's That's funny. so fun. There's some good ones in mine. I just don't remember them off the top of my head except that one. Mm-hmm. But I remember like cackling reading it because some people had some good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that's episode eight. Done. Um, oh my God, we just did episode eight. We've, we've, we're moving through them. That's what I'm saying. It feels like we, we've done so much in such little time. Because we have. It's right. been moving. I mean, we post an episode a week. That's pretty good to, like, come out swinging, come out of the gate. I'm very happy. And the first three were in the same week. Yeah. So that was that's a lot in such a little time. I'm thriving. Like, I'm just really proud of us. A lot more content. We we were talking about TikTok stuff earlier today. Yeah. So a lot more stuff's going to be rolling out as soon as we can, like, we had to, like, finish with our finals. So we yeah. kind of let ourselves be lax on the other stuff but yeah. now we're in summer baby we're gonna be Duh. spamming stuff out y'all ain't ready we took ghost pictures today yeah now i have a heat headache <laughs> we um so hot <laughs> other episodes recorded this trip and then we're coming back soon for another trip to get some episodes done we're just content's gonna be coming your way so fast so i'm sa- i'm telling you say it every time go follow us on all the things everything it's all linked in instagram uh, there's a link tree in yes. the in the bio. You can go there. You can find everything, and it's gonna be fun. That so. and like Discord, and you know we say it every time. Like just keeping up with us now is the smartest thing to do because when we do pop off, <laughs> pop off, do 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 do, um, you'll be ahead of the game. You'll you'll know what's up. I'm you very can, excited. Yeah. No. And like we'll let you know when we do twitch and stuff because we do plan to uh, do twitch it's not linked there yet because we don't have it i um, want to stream so bad but when we get there it's gonna be great so you can be ahead of the game and you'll be one of the first people to know if you follow us on instagram and stuff because that's where we're gonna put it first side note add me on animal crossing <laughs> <laughs> all right self-promo your animal crossing real quick i don't remember my oh, friend code never mind We'll do that next episode. No, I just want I just want more friends on Animal Crossing. Put it on the Instagram. <laughs> I bet. I, it reminded me because I was on Twitch the other day and I was watching like, um, dude, it freaked me the fuck out because usually I watch like really big Twitch streamers, like hundreds of thousands of viewers. I joined a Twitch stream for um, Treasure Islands and like the whole thing is like if you join the stream, you'll be able to find the dodo code to get onto the island and go in. You pick up everything and then drop it so you can catalog it. And I joined and I followed because I was like, oh, this guy's funny. And he does Treasure Islands. And he like said my name. I was like, oh, I love going. There was like 30 viewers. And he was like, thank you for the follow, blah, blah, blah. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved going on little streams. I'm being perceived. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm not real. Ooh, but yeah. Episode 8. Done. Done. Bam. Boom. G- goodbye. Good night. Hope you enjoyed this one. Grim grinning ghost. We, d- we both did kind of like new stuff. Stuff we haven't done before. A yeah. A creepypasta and a cursed movie. We both unknowingly were like, 
we're changing it up a little bit for eight. Let's switch it up. But yeah. Uh, and back. next episode is going to be fun. And we have a, a, a surprise. surprise. Jinx on episode, episode 10. 10. We're going to have a, something special for the double digits. So tune in for that. Yeah. Be looking forward to that when it comes your way. All right. Done. Bam. Good night. Oh, Adam, did you draw? <gasps> yeah, we can't forget that. We did. We forgot it. We the forgot last it last week. Adam, did you draw? Hold it up. Put it up to the window. I can't see. Let me go close. Oh, I'll, I'll yell it out for the what crowd. What does that say? Aaron, name draw. It's the punch card for it's Aaron. Aaron, it's your punch card. He drew your punch card for, for how many drops. name drops there are. All right, now it's good night. Now, now it's good night. We can edit out some of the good nights. Yeah.